Hello, my fellow creatives. Welcome to the 8 Mil Productions podcast with your host that does the absolute most, Evan Youngblood Williams. And this podcast is for creatives and artists alike that are hungry to succeed at their craft and share their stories of lessons and triumphs. I also tell personal stories about key lessons that I've learned along my journey as a creative professional. Now let's get this party started. What up, what up, what up, y'all? Welcome back to the podcast for another fire week. So today what I'm going to talk about is why I create. And this episode, honestly, is long overdue. And I ha- I should have like started this like at the very beginning of this podcast when I started this in February now we're in July. It's July second, twenty nineteen. We're in the sec. We're in the second half of the um, twenty nineteen. So you know what inspired me to do this episode is just finally explain to y'all, you know, what my creative process is and you know why I even create in the first place. Like what drives me to what drives me so much to keep creating. You know, and one of the reasons is, is that I've always had this impulse from the start to tell stories and to create stuff. And I've imagined these different scenarios, you know, ever since I was a little kid. So whenever I would be like at school or at home someplace, I would just be daydreaming of all of these like scenarios that could possibly happen. And I've imagined these like different like storylines and stuff that I wanted to bring to life, so to speak. But obviously, like way back when I didn't have the tools to be able to create what I wanted to create at the time. But, you know, those feelings never went away. And so... I would just like, you know, channel it out through either playing video games or playing with wrestling toys. And I know for all my like late 90s babies, you can probably relate to this. Like, you know, if not, correct me if I'm wrong. You know, I'm not going to say like literally every like late 90s baby can't relate to what I'm saying. But yeah, you know, we would just play wrestling toys and put on like these fake pay-per-views and wrestling shows you know i remember playing with my cousin dante like me and him was like heavy into wrestling back in the early 2000s you know during the ruthless aggression era in the wwe and like we would play of course the video games like wwf no mercy smackdown shut your mouth and here comes the pain and we would just play those games for hours and hours and hours and also play wrestling toys for hours and hours on end just putting on like these fictitious pay-per-views and we would just have a blast to have so much fun, you know, and create these like, you know, these story, these like corny, I'm not going to say corny storylines, but looking back at it now, it's corny. But back then we thought we was doing something big by creating like these storylines and whatnot, you know, and we would just have hours upon hours upon hours of fun doing those things. 
obviously now we don't do that. You know, we stopped watching wrestling around like 2008, 2009 because, you know, the WWE was transitioning into the PG era and it was just like getting lame. And I'm just like, man, this shit got whack. I didn't say the S word, but I just said like, man, this is whack. Like, I'm, I'm going to just stop watching this. I continue to play the games, though. You know, the games were still hell of a lot of fun to play. But, you know, just the whole product of WWE just got boring. Not to make this whole podcast about, you know, wrestling. But, you know, I just wanted to incorporate that in there because that inspired my creativity as well. And, you know, another thing is, like, obviously playing video games, you know, just seeing, like, these storylines. And I would be, like, so captivated, like, man... How these people do this? Like I, I, I'm, I was just fascinated by, you know, how they made the video games. You know, I was captivated by the storylines. You know, <coughs> Grand Theft Auto. But yeah, you know, I would just play the games and, you know, just imagine these different scenarios and get inspired by those games to create, you know, storylines and stuff. But again, I didn't have the tools back then to be able to create what I wanted to create. And that would frustrate the heck out of me. And so those ideas just pretty much stayed ideas for the most part. And um, yeah. And another like another like um, reason why I create is because, you know, like I said, it's always been in my blood to create. But, you know, more specifically, you know, was around the time I started getting into broadcast journalism. And you probably heard this story probably at the beginning of my podcast, probably seen an Instagram post about it. But, you know, that was the first time I've ever created any type of video content. And once I started, like, having access to you know, those Canon camcorders and Final Cut Pro X, I was pretty much hooked like a crack fiend on crack. And so I just was like really, really like into it. That only like made my hunger, that only made me even more hungry to create because now I have these tools and I have this awesome editing software to play with. And then I can just go around like the school and interview people and you know, come up with these stories on the fly. So it was stressful at first because I didn't know anything about video. But it was like, you know, fun at the same time. And it was like fulfilling this curiosity inside of me to like, you know, tell a story every single freaking week. Like, I'm like, finally, man, I'm, I'm getting to do this. I'm getting to bring my visions and creations to life. And this was around like 2015, 2016. So, you know, that was like, it was lit. Let's just say it was lit, you know. And around that time, you know, that's when like the Pandora's box opened pretty much, you know, because I took creative writing class. I took broadcast journalism, excuse me. And then I took theater too. So taking all three of those classes at the same time just really allowed me to just you know, release this repressed creative energy that I've had inside of me built up for so long. And now it just exploded all out at once. And I was just like making shit left and right. You know, when I wasn't shooting video, 
I was doing creative writing. When I wasn't doing creative writing, I would just shoot like hundreds of photos on my phone. And it's just like this creative energy just pretty much just took over me. And I would just like be creating for hours upon hours upon hours on end. And there was one time I didn't even like go to sleep until like five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning knowing damn well I got to be at school. But when I did wake up from that hour of sleep, I didn't feel tired at all. I felt amped up and energized to see like, okay, what else can we do for today? Like, it was one of the most magical times of my life. Like, yeah, it was a dark period. You know, let's not let's not front here. That was like a dark ass period. It wasn't perfect. You know, I was going through a lot of like inner turmoil around that time. But, you know, around that time as well was when, you know, my creative juices started flowing and I was able to express myself more clearly and I was just creating without a fuck in the world. You know, I didn't give any fucks about what people thought about my creations. And, you know, I was just like going all in, just going balls to the wall, just creating stuff left and right, just creating and rapidly uploading to, you know, these different social media platforms. And if you know anything about me, you know that I like social media a lot. Of course, it has its downsides, of course. But, you know, it also has its benefits as well. And one of them being is that, you know, once you create something, you can distribute it out there via social media and you can show people your artistic vision and show them your talent and have an opportunity to like do some gigs for potential clients. You know what I'm saying? And um, I want to say this one thing before I move on to the next point is that you have to you know, you have to do art because you love to do art or you have to create because you love to create, not because you're trying to make a buck. Because the only thing you're trying to do is just make a buck from creating. If the money is your only focus, then you're just going to burn out and not really, you know, be motivated in the long haul to create anything because, you know, creativity is constantly fluctuating up and down, you know, and the creative industry reflects that. So you have to be driven by something other than money to create. And, you know, you have to be, you have to like be creating just for creation's sake, you know, create for yourself. Don't just be creating just so you can get a buck out of somebody, because if you're just creating also, also, if you're just creating for the money, then you're just going to do just enough just so you can get that check and you're going to be rushing yourself on the product. You're just going to be rushing the product and it's, and the result is it's going to be half-baked and a client is going to pick up on this and they're not going to refer you to anybody anymore because it was apparent that you were just trying to like rush getting the stuff done for them because you're trying to collect that check as early as you can. So I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't be getting paid for your services. Obviously, you must charge for your services by all means. But at the same time, don't let money be the driving force of your creative career. You know, you need to be creating for yourself. If you're not like if you're not creating consistently, then that means you're not serious about being a creative and that you should just stop what you're doing and just go 
you know, pursue some other occupation because, you know, you're not creating, you know. And I recently, you know, started creating for myself again, you know, instead of just trying to hunt for that next client. Because for a while now, like after I got like my first two clients, all I've been focusing on was like, how do I get the next client? How do I get the next client? How do I get the next client? Meanwhile, I could be creating some more shit behind the scenes, but I'm just choosing not to and just choosing to procrastinate and not really be working on my craft as much as I used to before I started getting paid to do what I love. So I'm speaking on this point from experience, not just, you know, out of theory. You know what I'm saying? And everything has come full circle. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, Back when I first started getting into creating, I was creating for creation's sake and just trying to put myself out there and express my vision. And now, you know, I'm starting to get back into the groove of things like I was back in those times. So the excitement to create is back. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of did get burnt out after a while, you know, just on the business side of it. But you know, my angels and spirit guides, you know, just reminding me like, Evan, like, remember the time where you first started doing this, tap back into that energy and you'll be back on your way and you won't feel so stagnant anymore. You know, because a lot of us let, you know, money and business oftentimes get in the way of doing what we love. And thus we stop ourselves from creating what we want to create Just because, you know, we're trying to eat, pay our bills, pay our tuition and whatnot. But if you were just creating for the money, then that's just going to make everything stale. And you're not going to be able to, you know, or you're just going to be lost in the sauce and just lose focus on why you started even pursuing this career path in the first place. You know, and you have to be dedicated to this career path in the long haul just so, you know, you have to be dedicated to the long haul money or no money. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, your calling is bigger than you, essentially. It's bigger than me, you know. And the other reason why I create is so that I can be able to reach out and relate to other people as best I can by telling my own story. You know, and I I do this either through film, obviously, video, photography, podcasting, poetry, a little bit of rapping here and there, you know, writing, just trying out all these different mediums to express myself. Because I'm a huge firm believer that You know, we're all, you know, we're all multidimensional beings and that we're not just meant to pigeonhole ourselves in just like one area of expertise, because doing that, you're limiting yourself and you're putting yourself inside of a box. And quite frankly, that's no fun. That means you're not stepping out of your comfort zone and you're not allowing yourself to have like these grand experiences like you could be having but because you choose to just limit yourself to just you know one creative outlet or two 
you're not growing as much as you want to be growing because like you're putting those limits on yourself. So like all in all, I create because I fucking love to create. And this is what I do. It's in my blood. It's in my nature to do this shit. Like this is this is clockwork to me. This is not hard. This feels like play. Doing this podcast is play. Shooting videos and films is play. Shooting photos is play. Um, fuck. Writing poetry is play. Writing stories is play for me. And if you haven't found your ideal career yet, do not settle, guys. Do not settle at all if you don't like your job because that's a quick way for you to live an unfulfilling life. So if you... Um, are a creative and you have the same creative impulses that I do just create for the hell of it just you know create that passion project that you've always wanted to create but you put off because you know money was tight go ahead and paint that painting write that screenplay write that poem write that poem you've been burning to write write that short story write that book write that stage play do what you got to do to fulfill your creative impulses. Get it out. Don't let that energy be stored up inside of you anymore. So with that being said, I am going to end the episode at that. I appreciate you guys for listening. And if you like this podcast, make sure to favorite if you're listening on Anchor or subscribe to it if you're listening on any other platform. Make sure to leave a rate and review on this podcast. It don't even take like It don't even take that long. It takes like 10 seconds max to do. You know what I'm saying? And if you enjoyed this podcast and you feel like somebody else would benefit from this episode, make sure to go ahead and share this through all your social media platforms so that people can get the wealth as well. And if you want to book me for any video services, photography, you know what I'm saying? Um... Creating a customized guided meditation or ASMR track for you, you can contact me via my email at 8millproductions at gmail.com so you can get so you can get my rates. And as always, peace in and out with the highest vibes, and I hope you guys have an amazing day.